authors, quick shout out before today's episode. First of all, thank you so much for your support of Writer in the Making. It means more than you know, and i like to invite you to become a partner today. Click on listener support and choose whichever monthly plan works best for you. Your support ensures that fellow listeners like yourself can find these episodes and get helpful tips, encouragement, or if they simply want to keep up with me. Subscribe if you haven't already and leave a rating or a review. It helps spread the word. Thank you all again. I appreciate it. Talk to you guys later. authors welcome back to another podcast episode my name is Daria White thank you all so much for tuning in a few things before I get into today's episode one my live went well so thank you all so much that showed thank you all so much that subscribed the replay is still available so if you want to check out the most recent live with me then check your email you should still have the link there and the playback is available for you all to watch at any time I plan on keeping those up and the next live will probably be sometime in June. So if you want to be on the next live with me and just hang out, then go to dariawhite.com, sign up for my newsletter for my readers. I have two separate lists, but sign up for the first one, the one that comes up as soon as you go to dariawhite.com. That's the pop-up window that you need to go ahead and enter your email address in. But I had fun with it. Uh, it was no more than 30 minutes. I shared my progress on my current uh, writings and I also shared some things that I've been doing personally in terms of how I've been keeping myself occupied during the pandemic and just how the first of the year has been going for me. So it was nice. I enjoyed it. But this episode, I wanted you to know that I am making progress. If you listen to a uh, second to last episode, I was saying that I was having trouble lengthening my novel, right? Photobombed and photobombed when I checked in with you guys was probably just barely hitting 30,000 words. I'm thinking this thing is too short. My goal target is at least 60,000 words at the minimum, maybe 55 because I'm seeing that cozy mysteries are not that long and it just depends. Some say you know, past 60,000 going into even 75,000 words. But the majority of what I'm seeing as I am reading other cozy mysteries is that it's right in that 60 to 65 range. So I'm aiming for 60. I would like to get to 65, but I'm not going to drag it. I'm not going to put a lot of fluff. It has to have a point to it, right? But the tip that I gave you all, one of them, was expanding your timeline, right? So instead of everything happening in one weekend, maybe have it happen over the course of a couple of weeks, even a month. So a timeline can be helpful to you. But this is what I've noticed. I'm reading a cozy mystery right now. I'm probably in the middle of it. And I just decided to kind of take my reader hat off for a second and really look at it from the perspective of a fellow mystery writer. What I'm noticing with this author is that she is taking things day by day. And sometimes she's taking it when one thing happens, she immediately has a follow-up. So I think it coincides with action and reaction, right? So as soon as her... uh heroine her amateur sleuth found the body it didn't skip to the wake or the funeral as soon as she found the body it immediately went to when the police showed up and then after that scene it immediately uh 
after that, it was when the sun showed up. And then from that, it went into when she went home that night. So I'm seeing that things are just happening as the day just naturally progresses. And I've kind of been in the habit of just kind of like, okay, scene over here, then maybe skip a day and go to the next thing, right? But I like how she's just allowing the day to flow and it's not dragging, it's not too long. The chapters aren't really that long. So I kind of like how she's doing that. So that's kind of inspiring me a little bit to slow down even more and just follow my heroine, my amateur sleuth, Bianca, throughout her day. Not just what she does in the morning and then skipping to the evening, but maybe what does she do for lunch? What does she do in the mid-afternoon? How does she... Pr me it all depends, right? As long as it is building up to those pivotal scenes, my inciting incident, my first plot point, my midpoint. So I wanted to go ahead and throw in that tip for you guys. Just follow your character throughout the day. Now, if they're not doing much, or again, there's no purpose to it, then fine. But just follow your character throughout the day or just think about what you typically do in a day, right? We don't just wake up and then boom, <laughs> it's nighttime. For some of us, it may feel like that because the days just keep passing by. We have so much to do and there never seems to be enough hours in the day. But just think about what you typically do in the day. So I've taken that into consideration and I really do think that it's going to help because I feel like there are more scenes that I can have because I'm slowing it down to what may happen in a full 24 hours versus me taking, okay, Monday and then Tuesday, then Wednesday, and then so on. So I thought that was interesting. So I am doing my research. It is helping. I'm reading other cozy mysteries on top of the research that I've already done in terms of how to write a cozy mystery. I'm excited about it. I really am. I think I probably am getting close to the 40,000 mark. I'm already saying it <laughs> that I am because by the end of the day, I will be, I think it may be right now 39, but by the end of the day, it will be past 40,000. So I'm getting close to my goal of 60,000 words. So by the time I reveal my killer, the murderer at the end, I hope that it all has flowed. And this is just the first draft, but even though it's the first draft and this is my first cozy mystery, I have to say that I am proud of myself and I don't know if I mentioned this before I probably did if not forgive me but I kind of held back with this because I wasn't sure thinking okay should I even try this I've never done this and maybe I just need to stick with what I know in sweet romances but I really wanted to I really wanted to go ahead and just write a cozy mystery so the pros outweigh the cons with me in this and I love how it's coming together I'm loving the town I'm seeing the community come together I'm even getting more ideas for the books to follow I don't know how long Bianca is going to be with us but Bianca is going to be solving some cases we're going to see what happens in her personal life because we know that she's a single mom right that may not be for much longer but you'll have to see okay it's not going to happen in book one I guarantee you that we're going to see some changes in Bianca's personal life we're going to see some other things come up and we're probably gonna be moving things to where she's not in the small town. I have seen mysteries, for example, with Murder, She Wrote. Yes, a lot of the murders took place in Cabot Cove where Jessica was, but Jessica would sometimes be in France or she would travel to other countries or she would go visit family members and things would happen. So that was another tip that I found, you know, getting your character out of their norm and taking them to different places and then having them apply their uh, sleuth skills there. So. I'm looking forward to it, but you guys have an awesome rest of your day. I hope that that tip helped you in terms of how to lengthen your novel. If you're an underwriter, if you're an overwriter, my best tip for you is 
if there's no purpose to it cut it out i've said it once i say it again you may need to cut it but you guys have an awesome rest of your day and remember if you wrote a book it is already unique because you wrote it and no one can write a book like you god bless stay safe and i'll talk to you guys later bye